Welcome to the MCO Advisors Podcast. In this episode, Corey and Ryan have a high-level conversation about how to effectively market to your audience by understanding human behavior online. Welcome back. I always feel like it's going to go a little bit longer and then it just it just kind of cuts off on me. Yeah, we need I, I need to add some time to that. I don't know. It's yeah, I thought it was too long. Now I, I don't know. So it's it's fine. It is what it is. It's just just a little little break um for for everybody to know that a real show is happening. One of the things that I actually like about this and doing this now is we have so many new guests on. I realize <laughs> most people have never seen the show. So when we actually go through our beginning, we do it because we've done it, you know, like I don't know, a thousand times. Uh, but uh, not a thousand, but you get it. Um, but somebody's never seen it. They're like an intro and all the music and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> it it's is funny. They're always behind stage, like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, what is happening? This is uh I thought it was just a podcast. Yeah. So today, this Monday morning, um, is only gonna be your only show this week, correct? I am off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. Nice. Are you doing anything fun? Just, uh, family and I rented a house. We're going to get out a little bit um, and just go explore for a few days. Good idea. Yep. Uh, we were we were talking about doing something. Me and my wife have our anniversary coming up as well as um, as well as just wanting to get out of the house and thinking about taking the kids somewhere. So we're doing the same thing. We're looking around on some Airbnbs or somewhere within driving distance as we have a, a trip planned to Florida in September. So. Yeah, we booked um, we booked three, so we're covered ourselves for the summer here. I think we're tapped out. Cool. Uh, something kicked off on Facebook. I don't know why, but today we're going to be talking about marketing to human behavior, and it looks like the destination was just fixed. So none of you know that because you're probably on LinkedIn. Uh, today we're going to be talking about marketing to human behavior. And this is going to be more of a mindset, I feel like, high-level conversation that leads into a few examples so that we can kind of put a nail in the coffin on what we're talking about. Um, and the reason I was thinking about this is it's really, I feel like, a North Star for how I'm thinking about how to produce content, what I say. But I'm also, I feel like, as the operator, I naturally think about um, distribution over creativity so rather than somebody like, hey, what's my best I idea? I'll say, well, let's talk about these certain topics, but let's talk about where we're going to put it or where it's going to go. And I always think that part is important to make sure people see it. And that's always dependent on, of course, we're always talking about avatars, but really it's at the end of the day, it's human behavior. It's really what I've realized is the it's the gem of you and I working together. And, it, and what it does is it this is what makes our, what we do so unique because I'll get going and go down a rabbit hole in marketing and creativity and having fun with it. And then you will rein it back in and be like, and here's where it needs to go. And here's, our, here's the places that we need to apply that. And, right. and that's really where this thing's going. So I love this conversation. Yeah. My specific example was talking about a webinar and I felt like I break it down in terms of human behavior and what I think and go from there. Uh, and I think most people are into producing content. And I kind of want to talk about why I think it works, why you should pick specific times. Usually we're thinking about an algorithm, but what we need to be thinking about is the human being on the other end of the phone and how they operate and when are they looking at it? Because we can only take you know the, the algorithm so much, but we want to make sure we're seeing the right people at the right time. And I feel like one of the first things we have to do is think about 
you know, what is, when is this happening? You know, like, when does this even start? Mm -hmm. And I think there are specific times that can happen. Um, and I think when I think about human behavior and why webinars have fallen off and why they only work when you have the capability of a large audience or brand is because people care about anything you say, or you have such a huge list, some money trickles through. And then I feel like you can spend over the tipping point, but for somebody to sit down for 30 and 45 minutes is just so unlikely these days. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I don't, I don't think webinars worked for 24 months pre pandemic. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, I think Zoom's worked because that's how we had to conduct business. But I don't think webinars have been all that, you know, ridiculous of a game changer for a long time. And I, I feel like, and not like I'd see everybody doing webinars or anything like that. So there's no real reason to, I guess, I guess, speed it up. But the whole point I'm trying to say is why I think, uh, why I think like the human behavior side of it goes into, should we even do one in the first place and why not? Because it's usually like, oh, what, you know, webinars aren't working. They don't travel as far. You got to do a registration page. I feel like there's a lot of friction involved, but it, it always goes back to human behavior. Where are people? Um, you know, and I, and I've been, I think about that all the time, but I think about it a lot more recently because it seems like a time where people might try to go back to webinars because we're, you know, the seminars have, have died off. So like, let's make this online, you know, but the problem is we're still expecting too much from people. I feel like to sit still for 30 minutes. Yeah. Agreed. I, I mean, we've talked about this quite a bit. I, I'm big on this. I mean, we're in an on-demand world and if we weren't in an on-demand world a year ago, I mean, we are. If, if you didn't believe it a year ago, then, and you still don't believe it, your head's in the sand. I mean, we want, we watch things when we want to watch them, where we want to watch them, on whatever device we want to watch them on. Like, it's on demand. It is not up to the channel anymore. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things that I've done recently is testing the, uh, or, or not testing, I guess something that's been fun that I've noticed is when I do my Sunday movie post, the polls, mm -hmm. What I'm really feel like I'm noticing is you get to see the age groups that are on LinkedIn. When you do a movie and something that can be talked about from everybody, especially when you have an actor who has a 20-year span or you have a director who has a 15-year span, then you get to see the full length of everybody who's here. And I think those are the things we should be doing to try to test when and where somebody is and when are the best times. You know, one of the things that I would say is normally, you know, uh, the, the weekend might be light content, but if you're a retiree, every day could be light content. So maybe your heavy content is on the weekends because that's when you're not watching the grandkids. So I'm always thinking about mapping behavior because, you know, maybe a retiree would still be more likely to go on a webinar, although I still wouldn't do it. Maybe it would because that, that an individual is used to webinars or I think they've been peppered with it to death. So I think they're, I think they just register that similar to a pop-up, but they might have the time. At least they can go there. Whereas if we're talking about somebody who makes a couple hundred thousand dollars a year and has a few kids, you'll never grab his attention for a consistent 30 minutes at 11 or seven o'clock. We're talking about brunch or his third meeting of the day or her meeting of the day, or we're talking about dinner time or somebody working late. Chances are, if you're making big money like that, you're probably creeping over nine to five rather than just being strict. And so, this is why niching is so important, or at least understanding your niche. And like, if, if you're focused on retirees and you're spending all of your time on LinkedIn, you're, you know, we, we've talked about this. This is, you're probably in the wrong place, but understanding the audience and then 
where and how the audience behaves is the game. It's 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 so much easier to back your way into it. Right. And I think I think what I'm realizing too is I think there are I don't know I don't know if I'd focus just on retirees on LinkedIn, but I think there are more than we thought. I think there are more people here who are willing to engage, who like speaking and 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 appreciate different modes of content. So I would really say if somebody out there, whether you're if you're younger, chances are you're younger if you're focusing on retirees. So if you're not focusing on somebody your age, I would really play around with different kinds of content and make sure you're speaking to the right person. You're not only creating that value, but you're connecting to them as a human being. You know, you can be a younger person with an old soul and still connect. If you can talk about movies and you can talk about music or something, if you're you know, I mean, if I was if I was focusing on retirees, my poll would be, who's your favorite band? You know, like the Eagles, the Who, Beatles or something like that. Like now my content is still speaking towards retirees. And I'd want it to be somewhat authentic, obviously, because you don't want to just be reaching outside of your own zone. But that's what I mean when I'm thinking like marketing to human behavior. Who is the other person? Like, what are they doing all day? What are they like and where do they spend their time? Yeah. I mean, times a thousand. I, I, I'm totally on board with that. If you have examples, things you want to dig into more, um, you know, I'm happy to continue on this because I love this topic. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. My head just goes to identify who you're focusing on and then let's let's figure out their life and back our way into getting in front of them. And, and to me, that sounds, it comes off like it's easy because I, I actually think it is. I, I think the hardest part is people don't actually know what to, the content is the hard part. Right. You know? No, I, so. I agree. I agree. Uh, and I feel like, so for me, I guess if you're in, if you're focusing on you want a granular example, I would think about me as a business owner, mm -hmm. I'm hustling in the morning to help get my kids out of the house and dropping them off to my grandparents so I can come back and work. So while I'm working and I still have my scheduled things, this is actually my freedom. So if I was a business owner and I, while I wouldn't maybe attend a webinar, you would still be more likely to catch me in the feed, uh, like post post dropping off kids, obviously, you know, nothing too early in the morning. But the thing that I love about content is when you post it at 7.30, I might pick it up at nine and still see it. And I think people are underestimating that your nuggets in webinars, seminars, all these things where we used to capture, capture people in a box for one specific period of time. We have the opportunity to, to have a message speak for a couple hours. So maybe that person is busy with their kids at 7.30, so they missed your webinar, but they and, and then they couldn't make the nine, they can't make the 11, they can't make the seven, but they can look at their phone for five minutes while they're walking from meeting to meeting, or they can scroll through their phone while they're eating lunch and consume half of your two-minute video you know what I mean? We're, I, I don't even think people are watching the full extent of a three and a half minute video, let alone our webinars. And I think that's why I say I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I want to make sure people understand when we're creating content, especially creating strategy. That's where it goes into. Like, how are these people operating? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I don't know. I like to map my behavior, my marketing behavior based on my own behavior, because I, I find that I'm out there doing enough things that I'm tasting enough um, dynamics and, and, and trends and demographics that I'm understanding the way people like to be marketed to. So I don't know. I shared a video last night, probably a horrible time to share it. I think I, I couldn't even upload it to like nine 30, but on a Sunday night. So, but my whole point with the video was, you know, we need to, I, I'm taking this now towards the content side versus the, um, you know, meeting the audience in the right place side, but like we need to start 
creating more content in the places that people consume it the way people want to consume it. And I think that's, that's a big one and it's a hard one. And it's a, that's a whole separate topic that we don't have to get into, but you just kind of gave me an idea. I almost took this episode into the email that we that, that we just had of the creating the marketing ecosystem. Such a good a email, by the way. Guys, if you're not, Thanks. first of all, if you're not signed up for our email list, Ryan and I literally just opened it up to everybody. This was something that we were only sharing with members, but just in our core belief, Ryan and I, you know, we're giving everything away that we can. The only stuff we can't give away is the personal advice, the personal consulting and the actual tactical work that we'll help you do. We can't give that away, obviously. Um, but everything else we're giving away, sign up for the newsletter, go to mcoadvisors.com, go to our content page, scroll down. There's a little box there. You can subscribe to it. You know us, we don't sell. We're not selling. This isn't to put you through some drip campaign, some funnel, but it, it will help. Um, I think it'll help a lot of you guys to have that delivered to you weekly. Ryan does a fantastic job with it. Yeah. Give a lot of fun. Um, insights as well about the company and where we're going and things that we don't post on social media well you know we'll post in there as an email so it's really it's really speaking to members whether you're a member or not i keep it speaking to members uh and i think that's a, a good tip i guess for everybody is like if you want to make your you know i think content and 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 things we always make things prospect but if you speak member or more household I think it feels more comfortable and it moves in that direction anyway. So. I think it does something that you're not even, you've considered it, I'm sure. I think it's brilliant because it gives the audience who's not a member the feeling of inclusion and the feeling of missing out at the same time. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's such a juxtaposition that it messes with you. Because when I read it, I'm like, this is awesome. It, it's coming to me as if I'm a paid member of MCO Advisors and then we're opening it up and giving it to people that aren't and it still talks to them as if they are. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, uh, JB, I think that's a good, um, if you're looking for a cadence, I think that's a good one. I think the time of day does matter to a degree. I've just seen posts that I feel like fall flat, although you know, sometimes, it's like a mixture of there's no rules, but try to follow guidelines kind of thing. You know, There's no real hard, strict, concrete rules in marketing. I've had, uh, I feel like, a, a 9.45 p.m. Friday post get 100 and some reactions, right? If it resonates or if it's if it if it does well, if it hits the audience at the right time, um, you know, I think it can work. But it's true. We do follow a little bit of structure in the same sense that I just said. I'm not mapping algorithm behavior. I'm mapping human behavior. I'm thinking, when are people looking at their phone? And I think that's why Corey hit on the um, the the Sunday night post. Is because yeah, well, you know, yeah. you've you've reson you're you're resonating with with human behavior and everybody's sitting there getting ready for work looking at their phone. It's a hundred percent true before going to bed. Uh, I got a big one for you that I've been thinking about, and I see Keith in here in the comments. Keith, to Ryan's point, I agree to a point, to a degree. Timing matters. I'm actually gonna take a bit of a left turn here. Timing is kind of the it's the paper, right? drawing is the important part. What are you putting on the paper? Because your post actually will go, it, it'll go as far or not as far, depending on who likes it. That's really what it comes down to. If fucking Ray Dalio, excuse my language, we're on LinkedIn, <laughs> likes your post, game yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what time you post. You post that thing at 1130 on a you know Saturday night. Yeah. That'll go 100%. nuts. So it's, we're, we're posting because we know there's an audience there to consume it and like it and engage with it, which then tells the algorithm to spit it out farther and, and stretch it. But if, if, you know, depending on who likes your stuff is, is how far it's going to go. Yeah. Uh, and I do think mornings are better. 
especially if we're, it depends, I think it depends who we're talking to again, because Keith, I most likely agree with you, but I'd wonder in your content, what you're talking about, is that a 7.30 AM truthful mutual video where you're speaking towards advisors or is that, you know, part of your regular slide deck content? I would wonder, I guess, like who you're speaking to goes where, although I think in the morning is better. For example, Nick's crowd or my example here, somebody who's probably waking up in the morning, looking at their phone a little bit, and then they're out for the day or something like that. So I, I still think mornings are, are beneficial. I think most people wake up and look at their phone, using it in either the bathroom after they get ready, whether they're traveling during breakfast. I think it depends who you're talking to, man. Going. If we're talking to advisors, you and I know advisors live on the schedule Keith just laid out. Like, right? Yeah. Like, let's be real. We know that's the schedule. The LinkedIn schedule for advisors is 7.30 to 9, a little bit of lunchtime, and then uh, afternoon and then evening. Like, well, I know the schedule. That's the financial advisor LinkedIn schedule. The corporate schedule to be on LinkedIn, there's a lot of 2 p.m. in there. A lot to 2 to 4. Got done all my stuff gonna take a break gonna like that's when i used to do linkedin that's when i used to consume linkedin when i was working i would sure. get in you got a whole shitload of things you got to tackle in the morning you got a team you've got to work with you've got all the things you got to put in place all your meetings this is corporate level right and then after lunch you get from back from lunch you tie up a few things you have a few more meetings and then it's two to four two to four thirty or <sighs> then true. you open linkedin and you start scrolling true that's true yeah, why would anybody actually want to do work? Most people are looking at their phone anyway. And that's where I go back to. I really think like you post your content, it gets seen. Um, although then you can battle back with the algorithm talk and say like, I just had posts that saw two, 300 people. And I'm just like, that's not, that's not a lot, you know, for, for some random post that happens. I don't know if that's a blame the algorithm or blame the timing. But um, I, I, again, that's why I stick to consistency because I find that those, those random metrics are more, more inconsistent and kind of in line with what Sid just said is I also have to post based on my routine. Like I'm not, you know, I, I know when advisors are coming and I should probably prepare the night before or something for the show, but just how my morning goes, um, I'm going to post, you know, when I get the chance and I notice when I get the chance, sometimes it's nine 30 and I feel like that's late in the advisor world because the meetings have already started or the day has started or, you know, they're, they're working on their own thing. You guys are working on your stuff. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot here too, that goes into the, and JB, I saw you comment a while back, like my posts must not be very good. They don't get a lot of likes. Like, I don't want to put that pressure on you because I don't think that's the truth. And I don't mean that for you. I mean that for all of us, like <clears throat> it's not who likes it. It's who sees it. And we have to just keep in mind that there is a lot of advisors engaging with a lot of advisor content and that's cool and that's okay. But like, that doesn't mean it's good or bad. Like 65 advisors liking your post doesn't mean it's the greatest post in the world. That means that it, they liked it. That doesn't necessarily mean that your target audience, mm -hmm. you know, JB, for example, you shared your wife works at Oracle, right? Like that doesn't mean that 65 people at Oracle didn't see it. They just might not have liked it. Like, so we've got to just disengage from some of that, uh, um, engagement uh metric behavior there true completely agree completely I don't know agree. how we got into linkedin posting today I, I don't know i feel like you always talk about marketing behavior and then it gets into it and i think that's a good yeah. conversation is again the the human algorithm versus the the linkedin algorithm i think there's a i think there's a, a crossing point somewhere where you have to think about the platform um you know but it's similar to like a television commercial you would think, when do I post this? Well, it's going to be really cheap if you post it at 3 a.m., but you also know that people either are, aren't seeing it or even if the TV's on and you got a registered view, the person was probably asleep 
So it's like <laughs> security guards. You have there. to, and I, I look at, I look at it the same way It's like, we're on a channel and when are people watching? And while it's a little bit of all the time, um, I think there are some, you know, some, some human points. And I think that comes into asking questions to the people that you work with of how are you spending your time? What are you doing? I know a lot of people who are retirees who are at their, they're, they're busier than, than when they were working. Yeah. So maybe you don't get them at all during the day and they're back to weekends because they're now I'm not working. I'm running around to see the kids. I'm seeing friends. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm helping, uh, you know, usually they're helping their kids. So they're watching the grandkids. So if that's the case, then uh, I've heard that too. I've had people say, I don't know what to do with my time. And I've had people say, uh, had retirees say, you know, I'm, I'm busier than I've ever been. So I think it's about finding your core group and figuring out how they operate. I, um, I want to, I don't know if this is the time and I don't want to steal. If you're going to do the show on Wednesday, this might steal from some of your content that you might want to talk about, but like, I think the sharing and the posting is almost becoming secondary to the ecosystem. Like, I feel like this game of marketing is an ebb and flow, right? And as the feeds and things get more crowded, it's ebbing now more towards, okay, I know you're out there. You're consistent. I see your stuff. I see you all the time. Do you have enough built? Do you have enough pillar content in place to hold me? And I think of someone like Keith. I think he's a great example. Keith has a, you know, a pretty good ecosystem built, right? So if you see Keith's content and you go into his world, he's got enough there that he can hold your attention for a little while. And, and you see that there's a, a real brand built there. Um, and I challenge advisors watching this or and and just advisors in the community in general, like you guys could be the greatest sharers in the world, the greatest posters. You could put out the most fantastic content. But at the end of the day, that's bait, right? Like you've hooked me, but when I go back into your world, is there enough there to hold me? And that's where I think there's a a a, a opportunity. Um, for all of us, for, for, you know, you and I are improving on the foundational stuff every day, our ecosystem, like that's all we're focused on right now. It's not even, you and I don't even talk about promotion, talk about posting, like who cares? We just, it's, it's about the foundational, the pillar content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it all connects together, like connecting the dots is there's a lot of dots and it gets, it, it gets bigger, but I, I feel like I see this, this, I guess, umbrella of marketing or this big box that we sit in and people are appreciate their channels in the way that they used to watch TV. And now I'm, and now I'm even digging into cross promotion is important in order to maintain audience, but people don't want to be bounced around to different platforms. All we're doing when we're cross promoting is making sure we're saying, Hey, do you like YouTube or do you like this? But we're never going to be able to siphon people from LinkedIn over to YouTube just because that's what we want. People operate their own way. So now we have to figure out how to post content on YouTube that behaves on YouTube and sits there. We can't be looking at creating a, a LinkedIn like siphon. And I think a lot of people are doing that too. They have their main platform. So one thing I would say to you is why we're big on less is more and creating that ecosystem is because we want to make sure if we're going to step foot in somewhere, we can actually play ball. And I think that's what we started taking seriously. So with your your Instagram, I feel like you hold well. And I feel like the YouTube has been stepping up. It took us months to get here. And it's two of us. And you're a full-bred marketer and have immense graphic designing capability, which gives us the experience nobody else has and a chance to, to, to put these pillars in place. Well, so, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not that, easy. Not, that's what I'm saying, how hard it is. I mean, like I said, you know, I know we have both have young kids, but it's two people working on one content mission and anybody without a team who's by themselves, you know, like I said, I know what that's like staying up late from 10 to 12, editing your videos to making sure things get out. 
So well, it's that's hard. why it's hard, focus it's on hard. focus on a couple things and do them well. Yeah. Yeah. What let me ask you this. Here's another good one. I'm just gonna steal the topics now at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about if you rewound your life a little bit and, and you had the autonomy, the full autonomy you needed back when you were working at the other place, and you know what you know today, how different could you have how different would your life be? How different would that business have been? 18 months, 24 months. <clears throat> yeah, it would have been completely different. You know, I was, I was, I felt like I was constantly testing. Like I knew something was important, but I couldn't put my fingers on it. I was like, I know marketing is really important. And because I didn't have the dollars, you know, it would be hard for me to convince the guy who was paying me and paying for the building and everything else to be like, Hey, I think I have a good idea. I think we should go down this road. Um, I think I would have executed differently and been able to prove it to say, these are the results. This is what I'm getting. And this is what's happening based on me creating content, working relationships. A few of the things we were doing, I didn't double down on because I didn't realize how important the attention was. Like, I think I missed on the podcast. We had months, we had it up to 2000 people a month and I started getting lazy. And I didn't realize what attention meant then. And now I realize like what that was a missed opportunity for a podcast that could have been $10,000 a month. We could have been making money just on the fact that it had so many viewers. And I didn't think mm -hmm. like that. Like I didn't, I didn't have my full business hat on again. I was doing my job and I was testing, but I wasn't thinking like, you know, I I'm, I'm in the driver's seat of a car. Like, where do I take this thing? So that the, the operator of that business had the, you know, had two people, you and him. So yeah. that was something that a lot of solopreneur uh, financial advisors can't do. Uh, we've yeah, fast forward 24 people. months, we're today. Is that stuff like, where do you, do you see that the opportunities are still there? Like in your opinion, like, could you step in tomorrow with another FA with a book of business that had, that had some budget and just, and I'm asking you this, this isn't rhetorical because I would answer it either same, different or whatever. Could you just step in there and go guns a blazing and just change that thing? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Think I, that's crazy to me. It's humbling to me because I do like I feel like what we've been through over the last year has just like has opened our eyes. We've seen and had so many conversations that have it's it's like having an MBA in this thing. Yeah, I've seen too much success now to not be able to share it accordingly. You know, to where I see a person, I'm like, oh, you're you're in this stage, and I saw this person do this, and that was successful. Or I've tried this, and that didn't work. I see you doing that. You need to adjust to this of what you know we see working. Again, we take our experiences and everything we've done, and I think that really helps. And I'm I, can, I look at the world a completely different way. Um, so that's why you know when you see these titles, people people have actually been reaching out. JB, one of them, I appreciate it, saying that the show's been getting better, and it's because we're getting better. You know, we're we're students of the game still and when you have to do it yourself and you have to figure something out you guys are watching a business grow literally in front of you you know on linkedin over this past you said year. still always students of the game yeah so we're we're always like we're always trying to learn and i every time i think i have my handle on i realize i don't it's no different than jujitsu you know and then you go back and then you do so much you realize oh I, now i know too many moves it's back to fundamentals now i realize the importance of you know, how to, how to take care of yourself. And that's where, you know, I think it'll be, it'll be years, I think, before I can sit down and tell somebody like, Hey, I can change your business. I promise you, you know, before I feel confident doing that, I want to see the results. I want things to play out. And I, I never wanted to be one of those people, but 
there's no doubt that I think what, what we've been doing and what's been working and some of the results we've been getting is not something that shows that, that makes me happy to show we know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know. I've just been having internal conversations with myself about it, especially considering some of the offline conversations that we're having. It's like doors opening that not not like our lives haven't changed yet, but doors are opening and conversations are being had that are that are you wouldn't have thought about in August. And it's it's just wild. I thought we were going to talk my capacity for knowing what advisors had was, you know, I didn't know anybody who had more than 50 million. And now we've talked to people with 850 and, and a few billion. And now I realize, like, <laughs> I think I also, my, my world was just opened up from doing this, from talking to people and having opportunities. And then we get to talk to people with a team who can execute. And then I say, okay, where, where is our expertise? You know, where are we sitting with people who can actually take advantage of the advice? That's where we're, we're, we're learning, but at every at every stage of the game. Um, and, 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 you know, like Keith just said, you never stop learning. Uh, and, and it comes with each new experience. I feel like I look at the business a slightly different and better, more clear way. Yeah. I think something and just share with the folks that are on now. And if people watch this on demand and they make it this far through something that's been crazy is the people that want to get in front of you guys are starting to reach out to us. And that is an interesting place to be. Because that's like that Carl Richards conversation we had last Wednesday. It's like now we're standing on the fence and the, this group is saying, what the hell are they thinking? How do we figure out what they're doing? And yeah. then we talk to the advisors and you guys are, you know, you're playing defense against this group and then you're playing offense against clients. It's uh, it's really interesting. And um, the good news is uh, the asset managers do not have it figured out. They will not be able to get in front of you more fluidly for a long time. Um, so your defense, you can kind of continue to use the defense you've been playing because uh, they do not have their shit together. Yeah, I can't imagine like big dollars have so much opportunity, but their decision making is so just... slow. It God. never, it never, it, 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 the, the dollars never reach, I guess, where we play like so literally like, linkedin yeah. might be bought by like amazon and turned into a shipping company before they figure it out like, <laughs> yes. even... Ex yeah exactly completely right uh completely right yeah that was that was a fun conversation i like where i feel like i like where it went um give everybody a little bit of their day back but it is cool to talk about that and kind of reflect i think about some of the things we've seen and especially again when we see people who make money like that and people who have those amount of assets and we can share what they're doing. It's never secrets, you know, but it does back into, you know, growing a real business. Uh, and I think what we see in the, in the advisor game, especially was in the world of seminars in the world of one-on-one, -on -one, we could get in front of a lot of people and a lot of us grew our business like that. And if you were treating people well, and you were acting like an RIA, whether that existed or not before, those are people who I see that are very successful. Um, the, the referable business is still there. So when I think about marketing, um, I think about human behavior, very comfortable to refer anything, let alone, you know, when somebody's taking care of your money and you really feel safe, that's a powerful thing to talk about. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, this, this is something I feel like I could talk about all day. I love thinking about, and I love thinking about how to 
how to reach out to those people, how to how to build businesses, how to grow marketing. All this stuff is something I could do all day. So I, I appreciate everybody watching and Some hanging days out. You do. <laughs> that's true. I guess we really do. And that's like you said, like when we say we never stop learning, it's just something I appreciate, something that I think is fun. Uh, and even when you're, it's something where it's even when you're tired, it's at least still a little bit fun because it's not like things aren't work. You know, I know we have another meeting and it would nice to be maybe to just either take a nap or like watch a movie every once in a while so you can unload. But it's still something where even though there's a full day, I can pull myself through because it's something I really enjoy. And that's why I think we get better at it quickly because we like it so much. And I can only imagine where we'll be in another six months. Yeah. Um, I mean, save, you know, rewatch the last 10 minutes of this and write a note down for yourself. This is stuff you could pick up on on Wednesday if you go live Wednesday or if you take yeah. the day off. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll just start rambling like I always do. <laughs> Make it a Q and A. We'll get answering we'll, questions. It is a Q and A as long as people comment. It's always a Q and A. That's the that's the whole deal. Go buy a can of paint and be like, paint with Ryan, and just start yeah. rolling the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. You guys wanted a background. <laughs> <laughs> background. <laughs> uh, cool. Good idea. Hey, uh, reach out, reach out if you guys need anything. As always, guests that you want to see. No guests this Friday. Corey's off. We could have had one in there as it was just me, but wanted to take off because we had a, a few really cool people lined up and I wanted to make sure we had Corey's insight in there. So we took off Friday. Uh, I'll probably still be here. Um, definitely Wednesday. Probably still be here just for me, but at least we won't have a guest. But throw out um, you know, comments and things of things you want to hear about and people you want to see. So have I, um, JB. I've never asked about it, but I've looked at it um, 140 times. <laughs> what if I was just like, oh, you want to see what it does? And I flip <laughs> what if, like, it the and, stage I just, and I disappear up? and I just sink to the floor. That's like my, no, you know what it does? Here, I, I'll show you guys. All right. Can you see that circle on the ceiling? Where is it? I'm assuming you're going to show oh, us. The there light. it is. There it is. See that circle? It it's powers powder. it that has nothing in it. Yeah. A light get up there down. and drop a drop light in there that might change your world uh i <laughs> so uh, <laughs> i think about that all the time <laughs> i was just like i was like man it's dark down here and i have all these lights and i look up there and i was like I'm it's like it's like light. right there <laughs> it's just it's just a huge light ready to be shined on me it's like this corner was built for this situation yeah um That's so amazing. yeah I'll, I'll uh i'll get on that yeah yeah probably a fan as well one is kind of tight to the tv um be a very small fan tv is right off to the side i'm really in the corner here like i'm i'm sticking out now a couple feet but i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty tucked back in the corner we are off the record yeah way off the record all right see you guys uh again appreciate you always being here but we'll see you guys on wednesday just me i'll see you guys monday yeah Corey, we'll see you Monday. Are you still posting, doing anything off off the radar? Are you shutting off? No, the I can't turn that stuff off. That's 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 my that keeps me going, man. <laughs> I'm gonna tag you every day. There's gonna be a post that gets like a hundred reactions, and you're gonna be like, God damn. No, I would never complain about that. <laughs> that's true. Ever. Yeah. Uh cool. No, your LinkedIn user today, JB. I just knew you were JB by somebody. Um, I think Keith called you out as JB, so I knew. And I assumed based on your cadence and how you were speaking, but I'm not I can see on the other screen. Uh, we had a we had a different LinkedIn user on Friday, right? And a different one on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So somebody completely random. Yeah. So I never know. Now I'm careful. Now I'm careful. Um uh, cool. Well, hey, you have a good have a good vacation even though I know I'll talk to you every day <laughs> until then, but still. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Go get some Cheers. Work.
Thank you for listening. We hope that you find value in this show. We hope that you find value in MCO Advisors. You finding success means everything to us. If you found value in this show, please leave us a rating. Thank you all. Talk soon.